oh man, we're alive. What's up? Mothers making momentum. We are million dollar moms making moves and making a million more moments that matter. I'm here with Bryn Lang, Marina Simone here. What's up, Bryn? What's up? We were just talking right before we got on here and I was just like, you know what? This is like real life, right? Moms. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is what it looks like on a normal basis. Well, it's funny because I have like a webcam that literally just makes me look flawless. And I literally look like I have all this makeup on and it's literally the webcam for yeah. sure. So can we sell that webcam? Yeah. <laughs> I we, need- will, <laughs> we will drop the webcam that I use, the Lumina. Is it Lumina? Lumina? Whatever it is. We'll drop it in there. If there's hack number one for you when you have to do Zooms and you look like sh- Nikes. Yeah, they might have to get used to some cuss words possibly coming out of my mouth. Well, then we got to put it on the podcast that we curse. <laughs> oh, okay. So we have to be mindful. All right. Okay. But I'm... I know you moms over there are laughing because you're going, I just cussed about 10 different times today. I'm that mom, just FYI, who's telling their kid not to cuss and then I hit a curb and the F-bomb comes out of my mouth. And then my 14-year-old's like, Ma, mom, you just told me not to say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about my four-year-old? Okay. We're trying not to curse because she just likes to say all the things we do. And Jason has the F word as like the word the in his, his vocabulary, my husband. So he tells her not to say bad words. And then every other word, I'm like, Jason, I'm like, this is not working. Like, this is just, we're such, I don't know how we have good kids because we are not the parents. But anyway, I'm excited for our first The best we can. The best we can. And I'm not going to, I'm just going to keep pushing through. This is our first episode, Mother's Making Momentum. I'm so excited. I kind of have goosebumps. I know we do. (laughs) Remember we first started talking about like this idea of like what we wanted to do with it and kind of like what the whole mission was for it. And I just remember how excited we both got because there's nothing really like this out there for moms to, you know, kind of go all in, be all in and feel okay with it. Right. Yeah. And wanting more, wanting to change, wanting different things, not feeling like they're being judged I, I think this is just just such a great place for us to kind of speak our mind and interview the the baddest mamas out there that we know. I agree. You know, it's hard being a mom. We have so much on our shoulders all of the time. Yeah. And, and we're we're basically taught to be that way since we were little kids. I mean, most of us probably had super moms who did everything. They cleaned the house and they cooked dinner and they made sure we had the hot breakfast in the morning and they went to work and they took us to our, our sports. And, you know, I remember watching my mom do all these things and think, how does she get it all done? You know, and growing up and becoming a mom and trying to build a business, trying to be a great mom, trying to be a great spouse and constantly feeling guilty that I'm not living up in every area. Like, it's like, like for real, like we got to have legit eyebrows and have to shave our legs. I mean, that happens maybe once every couple months (laughs) or months. I mean, we got like a a hairy. How many of you moms right now are rubbing your legs? All the moms right now are rubbing their legs. Like I should probably shave now that Brand Lang just said that I need to shave. (laughs) 
<laughs> but really, I mean, and, and we got to clean and we got to cook and we got to do the laundry. And, you know, for those of us moms who, who want more, right? Like there's so many moms out there right now that have decided to do something more than mm. just be a mom and just be a wife, whether they're, they have a full-time career or they're working their side hustle or they're building their brand on social media, right? Like it's hard to do it all. And so when, when we came together and we started talking about this mission that we have is, you know, we want to support every mom out there who wants more. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. If you don't, it's okay. If you just love being a mom and you love being a wife, but what I've found is the majority of women that I speak to on a daily basis, they want something for them. They want to feel empowered. They want to feel empowered in their body. They want to feel empowered in their mind. They want to feel empowered in their, their finances. And when we came together and we started talking about these things, we thought, man, we could do a whole lot of good and make a whole lot of impact for those women out there that want more. And they don't want to feel guilty about it. Mm. That's the biggest piece. I look at like what you just said with your mom, right? And how you had the hot meal and all those things. And I had the career mom. I had the mom that was totally judged for the type of mother she was because she dressed a certain way that made her feel good. She was postured. She always like had high heels on, right? She had her career that she was so proud of. And she had three daughter, she took care of us. She was at every activity, but she still like was looked down on because her career yeah. mattered to her. And I remember like her and my stepdad would get into it because he wanted her to stay home. He wanted her to be that stay at home mom. And she's like, but that's, and she, here's the other piece. It's really crazy. Like she actually grew up wanting to be a mother. Like she wanted to be a mom. I didn't. I grew up wanting a career. She was a complete opposite and then found that love and passion and purpose and education for her career. And and that was, gosh, what, I'm 39. So that was like 38, 37 years ago when she got started. And she was not celebrated for wanting to have a, an incredible career that made an impact in education. She wasn't celebrated at all. Everybody looked down on her. And so I hear what you just said and I'm like, I didn't have that, but I had a great mom, mm -hmm. right? And so you look at the kind of mom you had and you're like, she was a great mom. And so I think this is such going to be such a powerful series every week that we'll do is showcase the powerful moms and where they're at and the downs, the lows, the highs, and, you know, just being a mother matters. And I know we chose the word mother. We got to, we got to start using the word mother. I, I feel so postured when I say mother versus mom. Because I feel like the word mother is like, you're more than just a mom. Like you're a like mother. Powerful. Like powerful. Like powerful. Do it. <laughs> right? We nurture and we lead at the same time. And I think that's the most powerful thing that we do as mothers is we nurture yeah. and lead. And everybody can nurture a different way and everybody can lead a different way. And I think that's what we'll really showcase here is just the different, what it means to nurture and lead as a mother. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, I think we should like dig in and kind of share with them a little bit of our personal stories as oh, yeah. and what we're doing and, and why we feel like this mission, this movement we have is going to be so big. Yeah. Oh, start with your story. I love your story. And I love how 
I just, I, when you share, I get goosebumps when you talk about the sock story, when you talk about why you chose the career and entrepreneurship and the things that you did. And I just, and I love the crap out of your family, obviously, but why don't you, why don't you start? Yeah. So it's really funny. Um, I did have the mom that was home a lot because my parents, they, they were entrepreneurs. My stepdad was really more the one that, that worked the, the business, but my parents were actually restaurant owners growing up, um, which is side note, really funny. I said, I would never get into the restaurant industry. And then I married a restaurateur and now we own restaurants. Like that's a, that's a, you know, a comic, like, isn't it ironic? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I, I, my parents went through a terrible bankruptcy actually when I was in high school and it, during those years, like you're so impressionable and you care so much about what other people think, right? Like being a teenager is really hard. And we went through this, um, this bankruptcy because one of our restaurants failed and like we had this amazing house and all these cars and all these things. And like, it all just got ripped away from us. And we moved into this house. I remember it had cottage cheese ceiling and brown like shag carpet. And I was so embarrassed. <laughs> I wouldn't let anybody come over to my house. And I remember saying then like, I will never, ever, ever, ever be an entrepreneur. Like either I'm going to be a stay at home mom or I'm going to be a career woman, but I I'm going to, it's going to be solid. I'm going to marry a man with a solid job or I'm going to have a solid job. I will never, ever do that. And so, um, it's just funny how things happen. Um, I ended up graduating college and, um, going into, uh, food sales, which is how I met my, my husband. And he is the typical entrepreneur. Like he does not think like an employee. He's never wanted to be an employee. Like it is like in his bones that he's an entrepreneur and, he would always try to convince me that that's what I wanted to do. And so we got married. I ended up quitting my sales job. I was a stay at home mom for a while. I loved it, um, except I was lonely. I was lonely all the time. I legit would go to the restaurant, take $20 out of the cash register just to go walk around Target for hours with my then, you know, baby and into toddlerhood because I was going crazy at home by myself. I like, I had no mom friends. I had no way to meet anybody because I had moved to this, um, this town where I didn't know anybody, but, um, I ended up, uh, becoming a fitness trainer and running my own boot camp, And, um, I loved it. I loved to help women with their health. And that's pretty much what I did, but I had zero time. I was always in and out of the gym, like five o'clock in the morning to like eight o'clock at night. And my husband was always at the restaurant. And at this point, my kid's five years old. And I was exhausted and I just, I felt like I was missing out on his life. And my husband's like, well, you should open your own gym. And I'm like, no, dude, mm -mm. I know what you got to do to keep the lights on. I know what it's like to have to have employees. I see, I have no desire to be an entrepreneur, but the right person on the right day at the right time said exactly what I needed to hear. And a friend of mine came into my gym and he had been listening to me complain the week before about not being able to afford shoes for my kid. Cause I was standing in target, staring at the shoes and asking myself if I could make them stretch another week for my kid. And, uh, it was humbling, man. And, and I was, I was talking to my clients about that and he came into the gym and he said, Bryn Lang, guess what I just did. I said, what? He said, I just bought socks without checking my bank account. I was like, Oh, I gotta check my bank account to do everything. <laughs> I gotta like ask my husband for 20 bucks if I wanna go like to Target or to Walmart or whatever, you know? Like, and I was like, 
I'm tired of feeling like that. I want to feel empowered for myself. You know, like I don't want to feel like we don't have enough money at the end of the month. And so I dove into the world of entrepreneurism, um, particularly network marketing. That's where I started. And um, I, I was totally skeptical, but just the fact of being able to possibly not only have to put $5 in my gas tank, 10 bucks in my gas tank, like it intrigued me. And so I started and I sucked. I sucked real bad. We all started suck. Just FYI. Mm -hmm. Not until you suck less. Um, and um, that's really, that's how I got started as an entrepreneur. Oh my gosh. I love that story. I just love, first of all, we were like, I don't want to ask permission to be able to spend money. I think we can all as a mother can relate to asking permission is one of the things I think that makes me want to vomit the most. I, it has to do with my personality. I think for sure, for sure. Like I have an allergy to bosses. I have an allergy to people telling me what to do, but like having to ask permission to do something that you want to do for yourself or for your children or for someone else. Like I hate that asking for a raise that always gave me like, I'm not asking anything. I'll go do it. I'm <laughs> raise. What? I love that. I love. It's so funny too, because you're like, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. And here you are, because what you thought it meant of being an entrepreneur is what kind of pushed you away from it in the first place. And for me, it's a complete opposite. Like I watched entrepreneurs in my family. I didn't even know what the word meant. I just knew that nobody told them what to do. I watched my grandfather. He had bars. He had a cigar shop. Like, so I grew up around it. My dad owned his own food company that I saw him as an entrepreneur and my stepdad, same thing. Like I saw him as an entrepreneur. And then I saw my mom with, as a career woman and people told her when she had to show up, yep, when yep. she had to be there till. And then when I saw her world come crashing down, when she divorced my stepdad and we lost everything and had to start from scratch, I saw him no, it didn't move him financially one bit, but it moved her because now it was like her teaching, her teaching career money for three kids as a single mom by herself. And we went from living into a million dollar home to I had a share room with my mom, a closet with my mom in this small, like little townhouse. And so when I saw how hard she worked and how, you know, she did all the right things. And she still had to struggle after it. it. I think it made me mad to where I was like, I will never work for anybody else. I'm going to do exactly what everybody, you know, my stepdad did because he had his own business and entrepreneur and it didn't move him. And so I dreamed growing up of being in New York, like with my boots, like walking in New York, like being I, that career woman. You in your fancy boots, right? Like my fancy boots, like and I could like literally, I would picture myself like closing deals and heels for real. Like that was like my thing, right? Because I never wanted to work for anybody else, and I didn't want to be married. I didn't want kids. I saw what it did to my mom, so I was like, I'm avoiding that at all costs, right? Look so, at me now. Look at me now. I have uh, a 13 year old who swears she's in her 20s. And I have a four-year-old who thinks she's 13. It's like whiplash. Toddler. Well, she's not a toddler anymore, but it's like tantrums and teen tantrums. Yeah. This is why I'm medicated. <laughs> hey, and look, 
here's the thing that you're going to get from us too. We are very honest and we are very blunt. And and here, let's, let's just put this out there. Like, let's stop real quick. And then you can tell the rest of your story. If you have to be medicated because you are having mental issues as a mother, if you have anxiety, if you have depression, if you have like Marina, she's bipolar, there's nothing wrong with medication. And so many people will shame you for that because yeah, or asking for help. So many people will shame you for that. Like you're just not strong enough or you just can't get through it on your own. And that's a bunch of BS. I would normally say the words out loud, but I have been told to zip it. But anyway, I say that because I think that there's a lot of women that are listening right now that, that probably needed to hear that. Especially after 2020, man, like it's just a different world that we live in. And I don't think that it's wrong if you are against medication, if you found a way that works for you. Amazing. But again, we're not about shaming mothers here for their decisions that they make. We're here to encourage and empower and uplift those decisions, whatever they are. So you'll see, we'll bring people on here that maybe have a completely different thought process than we do. And we're going to respect it. As long as they're not shaming mothers on the way, we're good with it, you know, and I think that's a big big part of both of our conversations is that shame, right? Like we just, we wanted this because we don't want there to be the shame, whether it came from childhood trauma or abuse, right? And you'll hear more deep in story, deep, more in depth about Brynn and I's story and other stories from other mothers that we bring on here. The shame part, we want you to feel proud of the mother that you are, however you're showing up. And so just rewind, put that into my story. Like I was terrified of being a mother because I really never wanted to be one. Yeah. I just wanted to make money. I wanted to make money and I didn't want anybody to tell me what to do and tell me how to do it and tell me how to spend my money or how to make my money, how to earn my money. And, and that's all I thought about. And then 25 years old, I'm like, Oh, JK, I'm pregnant. Like I'm going to have a baby. I got like, like flashback. I remember like l- legit. I didn't think I wanted to be a mom either, which is so funny because it ended up being the thing we loved the most. Yeah. But it's like I I remember uh we we were surprised with a blessing. But I remember being in the bathroom with Jody, which is my husband, and looking down at this little stick, and I burst into tears. Nice. He's like, it says something. And I was like, what does it say? Oh my God, I'm gonna die. I'm too selfish to be a mom. And he's like, oh like trying like not to smile because he's like so excited. In fact, when they told me it was time to push, I was like, I, I started crying. I was like, no. Me too. No, I cannot I push. He needs to stay in there. I do not know what to do with this thing. Like, what is it? I, I looked at Jason, I was like, there, I, I'm no, no. No, yeah. just, like, yeah. you're, not, you're out. I'm like, no, I don't. No, I don't. My yeah. mom, she sent me this picture of me and Jody and River. Like, it, she sent it to me a couple of months ago. She's like, this is my favorite picture right after you had Jody or right after you had River. And I'm I'm holding him and I'm looking down at him. And I remember this exact because I was looking at him going, what the F am I supposed to do with this thing? And yeah. she laughed and she goes, you don't look like that's what you're thinking. And I was like, that is exactly what I was thinking. I didn't know how to change a diaper. Me neither. You know, I love how the doctor just like the nurses are like, okay, you're gonna breastfeed. I'm like, I didn't have this breastfeed kind of conversation. What do, what do you mean? I don't even know how to change a diaper. And they're like trying to put the baby on my boob, and I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I had no. I'm 26 years old. 
I'm like, I don't even know how to change a diaper. And you're trying to stick a baby on my boob. Like, what are you doing? Like, they don't prepare us. They do not prepare you for what motherhood means, right? That's why it's called motherhood, not momhood, right? <laughs> but yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to be a mom either. Here I am pregnant. And I had to go from being this entrepreneur who ran like a promotional business in the club scene to like, oh my God, I have to get a real job. I have to stop dancing on bars and throwing parties to make money. And now I have to be a mother. Like, are you kidding me? And so here I go. And I'm like, I had to go get a job. And I started working in a cubicle. It was, it was the most miserable. <laughs> but I'm supposed to be happy, right? Because I'm a mom, I'm this mother, I've got this beautiful little girl. And I hated my life waking up every day, being chained to a cubicle. Well, I dropped my kid off at daycare. It was just, it was just the worst. And I remember what changed for me and made me like risk it all and like go all in to actually go back to wanting more and being okay with wanting more was when I got that call or it was actually a text. I'm sitting at my computer in my cubicle. I've got two computers at my desk because God forbid I had one. My boss made me have two computers so I could work double time. So I could work like three to four people's different jobs. Right. And I'm in there and she comes and throws a stack of papers on my desk. And I look at my phone, it lights up and it's a text from the daycare lady. And she's like the lady that used to watch my now 13 year old. And she's like, Anaya just took her first steps. And I was like, literally trying to not cry because God forbid you cry at work. You're weak. You can't cry. Right. And then my boss, she was a woman. So you think it would matter, but it didn't matter to her because I'm like, I'm just having a moment right now. Can you just give me one second? Like I'm trying to get my ish together. Like, and she's like, starts yelling at me. And I remember in that, right in that moment, like I was like, this, this is, this is not it. Like, this is not it. Now, was it in that moment that I, like, quit, walked away? No, I had to, like, have a plan that went with it. But I remember driving to go pick up my daughter. I cried the whole way to go get her. And I was late to pick her up. So that was the reason that I missed that moment because I was late because I was working overtime for this person who just didn't appreciate me. And it just sucked. And so I made a decision right there and then, like, I had to figure something out. Three months later, I got a call from a friend about making money online, making money from your phone. Like this is back in 2012. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but can I quit my job one day? Like, cause I cannot work for this horrible human that I work for anymore. I used to get yelled at at work for all my ideas of entrepreneur stuff and all of, I literally had to sign a piece of paper that said I would not talk about anything that had to do with making money at work. Yeah. I bet they're all like just, like, like smacking themselves around now for not listening to you then. <laughs> I actually got a LinkedIn request from my old boss last year. Oh, wow. Yeah. She might, she's going to hire you to build her brand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm not available. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so that was like that start for me, you know, of just like that moment that made the decision, because like I said, we're about making a million more moments for mothers just with conversation and ideas and all the things that we're going to bring to this podcast. And I missed that magical moment for my little girl. And I, now my four-year-old, when she was 10 months old, I work from home. 
And so I have my own business. I have my own entrepreneurs. Like I, I do all the things the way I want, how I want. And I was here on the floor with her when she took her first steps at 10 months, which was creepy. Cause she was like this little kid, like walk, she should not have been walking yet. It was so creepy. She, it's looked like a little, it was weird. It was really creepy, but I was here for too. So I can imagine that 10 months she was yelling at me as she's walking. Yeah, basically. But it was just such a full circle moment for me. Like I was like, I did it. Like I did what I wanted. I didn't miss this moment with my next child, which are nine years apart. Not a great idea. I would state that out loud. Um, You just did. (laughs) loud. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I'm excited for the stories that we're just going to be able to bring on this show and, and highlight and really empower moms to know and mother, excuse me, empower mothers to know like mothers, like you are incredible. Yeah. And however you handle homework, parenting, homeschooling, public schools, you know, the news, you know, the things like whatever your business your career or even the idea of you just wanting more and you don't even know what that means yet but you just want more because you feel like you're stuck in like a constant roundabout of the everyday like i hope this can be a place for you that inspires you to take some kind of action to make a million more moves that just give you a million more moments Yes. I'm so excited about it too. And like my, my head is like spinning with all the mothers that we're going to be bringing on. And we just have, we have experts in so many areas when it comes to your health and your self-love and your, your mental wellness and parenting and marriage and the the S word I'm sure we will cover eventually. Well said, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be talking about all kinds of things. We're going to be talking about like leveling up in your finances. If you do mm want something outside of a career, or if you just want to crush it in the career that you have, or if you want to learn how to make your money, make more money, right? Or if you're that stay at home mom and you're sitting at home and you're like, I am tired of hiding the shopping bags. Like we are going to empower you guys in so many different ways. I'm like just over the moon excited about it. And if you guys would do us a favor, like if you're listening to this and at any moment you were like, that really made sense or that like you related to it. And you know, a mother that's out there, that's just feeling like she needs a community of mothers that get her and that a place where she can go listen and be a part of, like, we want you to share this with them, like share this with another mother who wants to make moves, wants to make a million more moves for a million more moments. We appreciate you sharing it because we know that we're going to have some incredible humans that are just going to say things a lot better than we could. That's for sure. Yeah. And here's the thing. We're going to be, we're going to real talk it around here. We're not going to be showing up looking perfect all the time. We're going to talk about the real things that we're all going through in life with teens, with toddlers, with our spouses, with our jobs, with our businesses. We're going to be talking all kinds of things and it's going to be, it's going to be good. Should definitely, definitely invite your folks. And, All the show notes will have like all the cool places where you can find like where we're at on YouTube and our, you know, our Facebook group that we have and, you know, like our website and whatever, all the cool things will be down there. And we'll make sure that anything that is making our lives easier, we will share with you. Period. Amen. 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 Yep.
Well, I think we just finished our first podcast episode. I think we did. Oh my God. We love you guys. We'll see you <laughs> next Tuesday for episode two.